What's up, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy Josh, and I'm doing something new today, man. I do not got my my partner in crime, Courtney, but I got um, someone that I, I really respect, someone in this community um, that's influential, someone that's helped me in the business that we work in, this the sports business we're in. Um, just just all around good guy, man. That's transparent. He lets me see his, his flaws, and I, I respect people that allow me to see their flaws. Versus just their their upbringings and, and you know what I mean everything that's glorious you know you learn a lot from guys like that so and if I can get a dollar for every time someone <laughs> asks if we're blood relatives I'll probably be rich my man Terry Collins what's up big bro hey what's up Josh thanks for having me man oh man thank you for coming shout out to Nick by the way behind the scenes ones and twos engineering this thing I always got to shout you out um what's up man. Nothing much, man. Come and hang out with you and Nick today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Have a good talk, good time. Yeah, yeah. I think um, you and I, we've been trying to do something, something, shoot, for some years now, it seems like. Yeah, it's been a while. So maybe this could be the start of something, you know what I mean? You never know what God is going to do with this. Exactly. What's new, though? Anything new? <sighs> Nothing much, man. Uh, getting settled in. Basketball season just ended. High school, so... Um, you know, getting ready for the summer. Mm-hmm. Try to get the boys prepared for next year. Um, I decided to coach AAU this summer too. So I'm whoa, that. that's new. Yeah, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'm gonna come yeah. back to that point. <laughs> I'm gonna give the uh, people some background because some of them that listen to this might know me. But um, my man Terry's big sports figure in the city and uh, coaches at New Haven High School, right? Yes, sir. And um, you're big in basketball. So when the season ends, even though you're not on the court playing. Do you feel like withdrawals? Do you, you know what I mean? Are you cerebral? Or are you just thinking about all your losses or stuff you can work on? Or, you know, what's that, that process like for you? Man, it's weird because, you know, when I was a player, <clears throat> you know, after you lose, you go through that week or so of like just, you know, feeling down. Slight depression, and y'all, y'all can see his face. He looked, at <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it, because it's 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 still the same with me. And the, the difference is, I still have my competitive nature, but mm-hmm. it's transferred from me being that player to being a coach. So, like after the season, you know, um, the head coach Bruce Stevens, who happens to be my cousin, um, older cousin, he he knows me well enough where I shut down, man, for like a week or two. I won't watch high school basketball. Really? Yeah, yeah. If, if I felt <laughs> we should have went further, I won't watch it. I can't. You know, I can't be around it because really? it, it hurts. Yeah, I don't know why. Yeah. I've just been like that since I was a player. So is that kind of, do you reset after, I guess, the end of that week or whenever that process is over and then kind of come back like, all right, this is what I've taken from from our, you know, downfalls this season. We're going to attack it this way or, you know what I mean? What's your process at the end of that when um, you come back? I look at it, it's it's almost like how, how I, I look at, just life in general. Like I, I'll look at, you know, ways I can improve as a coach, yeah. what I could have did better, you know, how I could have communicated something a little better to, mm-hmm. you know, some of the players, um, you know, and then individually I might break down what each player kind of needs to work on over the summer and, you know, how I go about pursuing that with them. So it's just looking back over the season, the ways that I can improve as always and then ways that they can improve because, you know, for some of them the ultimate goal is to get to the next level. And gotcha. whether or not – you know, we win regionals, state or whatever. My ultimate goal is to get them to the next level, play basketball Got in college. You. So yeah. Got you. I would have to imagine, um you you're well respected for the most part in that school. And so does it does that make it you being an ex ex athlete, mm-hmm. basketball player more specifically, does that make it better um in coaching and do the boys look up to that? Um because tra- well, coaching know, boys is a little harder. So you know the funny part is I'm I'm getting at the age where like they don't they don't know who I, who I am. Mm. Who I so uh, you know I play with them on occasion and have to remind them. I for sure, for sure, time, but for sure. Um, the parents the parents know me more than the kids. So you know, okay. the, the parents may say, oh, you know, he was really good, blah blah blah. And I don't really like to talk about you know what I did. Or, you know, when I played, it's just I just tell them, you know, hey, I played. You know, at this level, I went to, you know, this level, I got a scholarship and I know the ins and outs and some of the stuff I didn't know I would love to help you yeah. if you need that help. So, but, you know, a lot of them, I think when I play with them, I kind of earn their respect when they realize I can still play. So, what are some of the, I guess, the difficulties that could come with 
coaching young men? For me personally, it's not the on the court, it's the off the court. Because, okay. um, you know, end of the day, basketball is a game, man. It's going to end. That ball is eventually going to stop dribbling for all of us you know, that, that cherish and love the game. But, you know, investing my time and trying to build young men is really what's important to me. Now, I love to win because I'm competitive. For sure. I love to win. But, you know, you can ask any player that I've, I've coached, I've trained. Um, I have no problem telling them I love them. Uh, That's what's up. You know, and that I want them to be successful more so off the court than on. Because, like I said, at basketball, it may take you to college, and that's great. But after that, that may be it. it may be high school's the last time you play. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's just more important for me that they're, they're, you know, successful young men in society. So, yeah. I think that is very honest, and that's very – it's just real because, you know, everyone – well, I don't say everyone, but a lot of parents think their child is the next. I got emails all the time. Like, can you help my son be like Zion? I got an email that says that. I'm like, w- I'm not God. Like, no, I'm, I'm, no. I can, we can maximize yeah. whatever that kid has, the capacity that's inside him. But Zion, yeah, come special. on, that's not fair. That's so, that's once in a lifetime special. And everyone is not going to play in college. Mm-mm. Some people might only play junior year. Yep. Just being honest, yep. you know what I mean. Whether it's injury or just it's life, yeah. you know what I'm saying. So. Mm-hmm. I like that you have that, but you're taking advantage of whatever time you have with that individual. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I think parents need to know that. Like, it's, 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 it's hard because it's, it's kind of hard in a sense because you want to aim high, but like, understand that. Yeah, yeah. I think um, it was like 2%, 3% maybe of uh, the any uh, college draft. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, any uh, college athlete that gets drafted. Don't make it to the league. Like yeah, it's for basketball. No, I'm sorry, three three percent only makes it into the league out of I forgot the number that make you know of college uh, graduates. That I make mean, it. you gotta look at the numbers, man. Basketball is a tough sport. Like it's twelve men to a roster for sure in the NBA, and then you got thousands, hundreds of thousands of athletes who feel like I'm good enough to play at that level, which they may be, but you know, luck of the draw, you don't get it. Yeah. But you know, football's numbers are you know a lot larger with the rosters, but then you gotta worry about the lifespan of your career because football is a more aggressive sport. So For sure. That's what I'm saying, man. Sports, in general, I love it. I, I love the things it taught me. Um, I respected the game. It taught me, you know, to how to work hard for things I want. It okay. taught me, you know, it brought me friendships that I wouldn't probably expect, took me places I wouldn't have went. But at the end of the day, man, it's it, those sports in. So you got to have something to fall back on. So that's my goal with a lot of these athletes. And I made a mistake. I met three percent only make it into the league of anyone that goes into the draft. Yeah. But um, I like that because there's so much to take away from just sports, any game, any game. Yep. So much, you know, integrity and just following through and consistency and you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Learn how to work with a team. Uh, man. Diversity and inclusion, like all that stuff, comes together when I think of sports. You know what I mean? And I that's what I love about sports. Me being an army kid, you're gonna be around. You know, you could be around some white dude from the the the, the back roads and some inner city kid, and mm-hmm. y'all got to work this thing out for a season. Figure it out, yeah. You know what I mean? You might not like each other outside of this, but for the next, what, eight, nine weeks, y'all going to love each other, and we're going to try to win some games. Yep. You know what I mean? We're going to work this thing out. We're gonna, if there's some arguments, we're going to hash it out. You know what I mean? How do, how do you – because I know there's some arguments, some disagreements with um, – just kid, players, man. So how do you work that out? What's the best way or what advice would you give a, to another coach that has some dysfunction on his team? How do you handle that? Honestly, man, I'm old school. I like dysfunction. Okay. I think you need a little bit of it. Yeah. Because um, it builds character in your team. Like you need some yeah. – no, not no fist fights, but you need some, some guys who have, you know, issues with each other in practice. They go hard at each other because I feel that brings that team unity together. Once you solve that – you go on the court against somebody else, you take all that aggression out against the other team. The hardest team for me to coach are the ones who don't communicate uh-huh. and there's 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 no issues with each other as far as like we practice and nobody's pushing, nobody's mm. upset. You yeah. know, you go a whole year and nobody's tried to fight each other. Yeah. <laughs> I have issues with those teams. And that's probably my old school mentality. I don't, is that old school? <laughs> I think now I think it is, man. I think it's is old school. It? Wow. 
Yeah. I, I mean, those teams, they have character. When I see fight like that, I don't that even want to be in. a part of a family that ain't got no fight. <laughs> exactly. See, you, know you know what I'm saying? Mean? Yeah, family's is that fight. Old? That's cool. Yeah. yeah. Remember, I'm at the beginning of my 30s, so like life is starting to get a little. <laughs> I'm just realizing some stuff that like my OGs tell me. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I can't hoop like I used to. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm, I'm telling you. Yeah, my my daughter's getting like on me all the time. To. I'm like, I'm old. Dad, you're not old. Yeah, yeah. I look at things a lot different. I'm yeah. old. I'm old. And that's young fine. old, but old. Yeah, I get it though, man. Yeah. We um, My grandma my grandma said this, grandson, you got to rock the boat for smooth sailing sometimes. You know what I mean? So I get that. I don't, I guess we are in an era, man, because I'm thinking about some of the teams I work with and like everything is like, peachy clean like mm-hmm. no not where I'm at now mm-hmm. not where I'm at now like they shout out to my shout out to my boys man them boys yeah they, they'll throw down they'll get in your face yeah. you know what I mean but some of the other schools I have worked with and I won't say their names but I didn't see one disagreement I didn't see credibility is I can it's hard for me to trust credibility when there's no no uh, riff raff, no yeah. friction. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It's hard for me to, to to trust the credibility of a team when there's no disagreement. Yep. And that's and that's in beyond sports though. But it's hard to you know. It's like wait, y'all ain't have one disagreement. Yeah. I can't even picture being married. Like I'm not saying me and my wife, we we don't argue like you know all the time. Where it's like toxic, but like yeah, there's sometimes we we gonna agree to disagree. And we're going to go on about our day. Yeah, man, it happens. I mm-hmm. mean, I think the biggest thing in, in any any situation is, is, and I've taken this, like I said, from, from this year, especially with our team, um, and this is this is not a slight at the younger generation, and I, I feel like the old dude that always nah, nah. say that to me, and I'll be like, man, these old dudes know what they're talking about. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But now it's me saying, it. like, you know, but. certain things I see, but the biggest thing in any situation is everybody has to be able to communicate. And whether it's your relationship, whether it's your team, whether it's work, whatever it is, when that is lacking, it breaks down. So like you said, like some of the teams that don't have disagreements because they don't communicate. They just mask it. Oh, there's nothing wrong. We're great. Mm-hmm. But never function. All right, 100%. somebody going to explode one day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Tired of this team. Exactly. <laughs> what? Well, you never said nothing. Yeah. Oh, wait, well, what are you what? I've been mad this whole time. last season. What yeah. you talking about? <laughs> Two years ago, man. You still mad about that? So, yeah, yeah you got to communicate, man. So, Listen, communication doesn't mean agreement all the time. Because that's one thing I don't like. Now I'm about to sound like the whole guy. <laughs> Put your pants up. No, I'm about to sound like the old dude. But sometimes, man, like... It, I see a lot of the kids, and I'm, I'm around the youth a lot, man. Mm-hmm. If you don't agree with what they're saying, they already counseled you out. Yeah, yeah. And it shouldn't be like that. You know what I mean? So communicating doesn't mean agreeing all the time. Mm-mm. Communication just like, hey, I feel this way. I hear you out, though, but yeah. I feel this way because of one, two, three, whatever it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I think... I think there needs to be more example. Me personally, I, I believe there needs to be more examples of learning how to be cordial through disagreement. Yeah, it's it's about respectful conversation. Like Boom. I can I can listen to something you got to say, and we may not see eye to eye, we may not agree, but as long as we're respectful in how we approach yeah. it, and it's one of the things you walk away from. Well, hey, I didn't see your point of view, but I get what you're saying. I understand. That's mm-hmm. how you feel, and we may not agree, but we talk. So at least. You thought about what I was saying, where instead of me just walking up and um, I'm not feeling that, Josh, that don't make no sense in leaving. Yep. So that's where a lot of communication is. But like you said, it's they don't mean you have to agree and be on the same page. Just let's hear each other out. Let's talk. Yeah. Yeah. Now on to AAU, which is a different, same sport, different beast, though. What makes you want to get back into that? And do you want to talk about the team you're about to work with, or not yet? Um. I've only had one practice, so I, I hold okay. off. Maybe we can visit that yeah. next time or something, and I'll give you more information about the team. But, I mean, I've been kind of – it's been weighing on me. Like, I've been avoiding it the past – I've been asked for maybe about two or three years to do AAU. Um, and I just felt like it was the right time. Okay. You know, I talked with my wife, and she was in agreement. So, mm. um, the yeah, I hear that. He, talk, he spoke to his wife. <laughs> hey, Nick, can I get some hand claps real quick, man? <laughs> Shout out to 
Say yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. Don't laugh at him. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you. That's big. That's big. That's big. Shot with to the wife, with to the boss. Yeah, man. It's the, <laughs> a, AKA the captain, as I call it. Alright. Yeah, so I talked to the captain. Shout out to Misty. She was in agreement and, yeah. and she gave me she basically gave me permission. I know how that sounds, but yeah, she did. Um I just thought that I could, you know, polish my skills a little more. Okay. Um and, and I think, you know, me and you talked, I think it was like yesterday, and I told you it's just, you know, sometimes I'm sitting there like, man, I want my own time. I want to relax. Mm-hmm. I'm doing then guys put God put some on my spirit like, hey man, you got you got some more to give. Go on and make it happen. So, facts. Felt like I got more to give to this this uh, these kids and, and some yeah. of them aren't even from this community. You know, I got kids from Perry Heights. One of my kids, wow. One of my kids is like, coach, I, I live on a, on a, a dairy farm. Wow. So for me, that's being able. For, that's you know, it's for me. It's like okay, now I can expand and try to definitely work with more than what I'm used to working with and. And I think in the end, man, she's gonna make me a better coach. So definitely, yeah, it was a good opportunity. I just I didn't want to pass it up this year. So yeah, definitely. Where um, like what age are you coaching for? Uh, my group will be seniors to be. So oh snap, you yeah, got yeah, the yeah. old high schoolers. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I I wanted to start a little young, but by the time I accepted, there was the only team available, which is it's no big deal. And a lot of those guys no, want to go better, to the next for level. For real, for yeah. real. I take whoever. Yeah. yeah. You know, I expect. I told them in our first our first practice because. You know, we kind of, I guess you would call us the B squad. And they got, got a, they got an A squad for Club One. And got it. I told him, I was like, one thing you're going to know about, you're going to learn about me, I don't back down from nobody. I, don't, I said, I don't care if Duke walked on the court, Michael Jordan is prime. Yeah. I expect you to go out and bust your butt and win. I was like, yeah. that's just how I'm built. So. the That says a lot about a team, like how, a, you know, a coach coaches. Says yeah. a lot. Yeah. And that's what you want to instill in those boys. We ain't afraid of none of y'all. Nah, never. You step on the court. It's, it's war. I say that because I, you know, I, I interned at a big basketball gym back in, <laughs> you know, I ain't going to say their name, but, you know, back, what, six years ago. And so I got to see a lot of, a lot of, like, the ins and outs of, like, just AAU coaching. Yeah. And I was turned off. And it made me think, like, I don't have a son, I have a daughter, but it made me think, like, Dang, would I want them coaching my my kid? No. Yeah. Um, because it was one, it was like more just running gun. It wasn't teaching. If I'm gonna pay one, because AU is not cheap. No. So if I'm a Mm-mm. if I'm gonna pay, like I do, and you're gonna be with my kid for what five? For no, probably what ten hours out the week. Depends what you know tournaments, what but man, I mean, you, oh, that's, yeah, yeah, it's a, a long summer, man. If you if you had, you know got them in where they traveling, and they that's another tournaments thing. every weekend. Like yeah. your kid is around that person a lot, so so you you know what I mean. You you want you, you know I kind of look at it like I I want the coach to be kind of like a coach, but like there's going to be some lessons that needs to be still kind of like a, a uncle to nephew mm-hmm. or brother. You know what I mean? There's yeah. there's some lessons that need to be. Taught whether it's the game of basketball or just some life lessons, man. Yeah. And um, Time Magazine put out. I sent it to you a while back, like maybe a few months. But Time Magazine put out an article, and it was saying how like club sports is now from like uh, 2009 to now is uh, went from like high millions. Now it's at 17 billion dollars. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was saying like one the orthopedic rate, uh, injury rate, and in surgeries is high for kids 18 on under. Because they're not like, they're just more skills, not really learning how to play the game, not learning athleticism, just skills. Jump shot, run, 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 run the body down. Um, there's a lot of stuff, too, that made me think. But, um, you know, stuff like that made me think, man, because a lot of coaches are just in it for the money. A lot of coaches are in it to get certain teams. I love the approach that you're saying, like, I don't care who I get, what yeah. kid. I want, I want this kid. I want you know what I mean. Oh, this all I got left. Let's do it. Yeah, you know what I mean. I I just love that you're not you're not trying to pick pick pick. You know what I'm saying. Curate your own team, and that says a lot, man. You yeah. never you never know what you never know what a kid's going to turn into with exactly. some policy. Exactly. I I look at it like it's like you said. A you kind of kind of turned me off in the beginning because I did feel like a lot of people were doing it for the wrong reasons they wasn't definitely. you know it wasn't to help a, a kid become better as an athlete and a person it was definitely. like definitely oh this kid you know 
colleges looking at him and I want to I want to be you know ride his coattail and I'm gonna be around this kid and yeah that's how I took a lot of it now that's not for all the coaches that may listen and people I know I, I'm talking in general yeah I point the finger but I'm saying that's what turned me off about it and like with my team yeah it'd be nice to have you know somebody that all these D1 schools looking at I mean come on I'm a competitor mm-hmm. and that's nice but at the same time me also being a competitor you can give me what you call the B squad. I'm gonna make it. We gonna make it work. We mm-hmm. gonna figure it out. If anything, we gonna compete. We gonna get you. Gonna we gonna get your respect. That sounds like a man of faith. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like to be a competitor, you gotta have faith. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, all right, that's what I got. All right, let's yep. do it. Let me see. I what believe the, in y'all. Let's go. Yeah. You gotta believe in yourself. That's that's a, that's a man of faith. And I don't want to sound like I, I I love AU. I love watching AU. I I'm gonna always have an issue where there's some coaches that one. And I said this to you yesterday, mm-hmm. prey on young men, especially young black men, mm-hmm. just to get, you know what I mean? They don't really care about it. They just want you to play on the team yeah. so the coach can look good. Yeah. I, I'm always have an issue with that, especially like young black men that come from any kid. But a lot of times young black men that come from single parent homes, you can go to the game and games and look at the moms that are there. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. tenfold in comparison to the dads. <laughs> to the dads, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and that's like, that's facts. And I'm, so I'm going to always have an issue with that, you know, when coaches are saying, hey, I'm going to get you on a college. Yeah, but how much is going to be knocked off? That's a question parents need to ask. Yeah. But, you know, the thing is, like, using myself as an example, which I really hate doing most of the time, but just, you know, when I played, it was a lot different. Like, you know, now you got the Adidas circuit, you got the Under yeah. circuit, you got the Nike circuit. When I played, you may, your team could be sponsored by them, mm-hmm. but like we just played. You would go to a tournament. It didn't matter if you sponsored by Adidas or Nike or Reebok. Top level teams played against top level teams. Mm-hmm. So, you know, now it's the circuits and, and like you said, these coaches promising X, Y, and Z to these parents. And, and when it's the moms, like I said, in my case, uh, I was fortunate enough where, you know, Two of my best friends, uh, one of them, his father, uh, played professional sports. Okay. He was around professional athletes, he, and we played on his team. So I didn't have to deal with that that type of pulling back and forth. Now, yeah. I had teams want me to come play in Indy and play for these big-name brands, but I was like, these are my boys. I'm rolling with them. But my mom had no idea. My mom would have knew nothing. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I could have been in that same situation. So you know, the way I look at it is, for me, um, if I know a kid— and I can help their mom or, or them understand better what's going on, then that's what I'm going to do. It's, my my purpose in coaching is not for Sell personal glory. Yeah, It's not personal glory. Like, yeah. look at me. I did this. I did that. If a kid, if I work with a kid from the time they, let's just say 12, that they go to college and they, they turn pro, I don't even need, I don't need no acknowledgement. I don't need nothing. Because in my eyes, God placed me there for a season. Yeah. I did my job. Hopefully I did the best job I could. They learned something from me. Boom, they gone. But I think you know, society today is instant gratification and look at me, you got social media, everybody wanna be on social media showing, look who I'm with, look who I'm. that's just not my thing, man. And that's cool for those who do that, that's that's stay tuned. That's just not my thing. This is me throwing some 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 research. Um I was reading that, you know, like everyone says like sex sales and sex is everywhere mm-hmm. but the dominant impulse is actually not the sexual drive it's actually the drive to stand out and you know for attention and yeah. distinguish yourself mm-hmm. um, and I, a lot of times and actually Martin Luther King spoke about that too in the drum major instinct but um, that's that's a huge issue in the coaching field Yeah, it's, I, not a, it's not about you it's never about the coach it's never it's not about the coach but another big thing man is, is times have changed and I think and I'm talking about now, yeah, uh, specifically yeah. a little more now. Yeah, sure, yeah. it's been going on, but there's a lot more going on now. And I'm going to cut you off, but no, we, no. we said something off uh, air. We ain't on the radio. I said off air. Off. Oh, we was off my, air because yeah. we were by ourselves talking. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so, and we said something a lot of times when stuff becomes like really lucrative. Yeah. The purpose mm-hmm. gets lost. Yep. It changes the whole yeah. what you originally started with. That that gets erased because yeah. now you're looking at money instead of looking at what the purpose of why you started this whole thing was. That's so, scary, man. I hope. Yeah. Yo, I remember reading something in man. It was in the book of Proverbs, man. And uh, said the, don't quote me, but I'm gonna paraphrase. I can't remember it, but Solomon said uh, he just asked like, I hope I don't have 
uh, too much and I don't want too less. Uh, you know what I mean? I don't want to get lost in the sauce, in other words, man, yeah. because of, you know, a lot of income and a lot of fame, a lot of clout, as they say now. I hate that word, by the way. Yeah. But, you know. It, it basically, man, to me, what happens is, um, and I don't know if my, my mom used to say a lot of stuff. So, mm-hmm. you know, like, you know, like you said, somebody starts with one purpose, one mission, and then money becomes bigger than what the original purpose and why they oh, set yeah. out to do this dream and then oh, yeah. people are like oh no they just changed them my mom always say no they didn't change the money revealed who they actually were the whole time mm. so yeah I've always looked at that with certain I mean certain situations but shout out to Queen College so. shout out Queen yeah I love you mama yeah 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 she ain't gonna she probably won't listen it's alright <laughs> um so I guess you bring that up what advice would you give to a single you know, a, a mother of, you know, with some some basketball playing boys that are in AU, so they won't like follow a coach that really doesn't have their child's best interest. And this for this is not just for like boys for yeah. girls as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For, I mean, I think the first thing as a parent you would want to do is um, don't necessarily get caught up in the sport aspect. What do you mean by that? Check check the coach's background. Like, okay, are they just involved only in sports? Um, do they care more about your kid than just that sport? You Got know? you. Ask past parents. You know, hey, you went to this school. What did y'all think of the coach? What did you think of? I mean, was it strictly basketball? Because and and we don't talk about and it's it's and I don't need the attention. So I'll just say we do a lot more. I can only speak for New Haven. Okay, because that's who I've worked for. But I know on that coaching staff, we do some things for some of our players that most people would it, they couldn't imagine the mm-hmm. stuff we do. And it's when I say it's bigger than the court for us, basketball is the fun part. But if I just left it at that, how can I say I really care about your kid if I know your kid's not getting his grades, your kid's not coming to school, your kid's getting in trouble in school, your kid's getting in trouble at home, and I just disregard that and that's not important to me. No, as long as he can score 20 points and we win. That that's not the kind of coach I am. That's not the kind of staff we have. So, you know, if I'm a parent and whether it's AAU, whether Which it's high school, yeah. you know, I want to know, is this coach, does this coach care about my kid as a person, not just as an athlete, yeah. as a person? Because if you care outside of the outside of the, the sport realm, everything else take care of itself within the courtroom. Like the do you want to get the kids respect? Like when the kid knows that you care about them genuinely. Yeah. They will play their butt off for you and do anything you ask them because they trust that you love them. That is very true. Yeah, they, yeah. And that's building culture. And that's, you know, a kid biting into a program full of love. So, yeah. 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 There's a, um, do you, why though? Like, why is that? Okay. You said it's an old school thing. Is, yeah. why is it, I guess, more, Frequent besides it being lucrative, because yeah. everyone's not going to make money like you know some of these uh, prominent coaches like yeah. in Vegas and just anywhere else. You know, it might be some here that I don't know about too. Yeah, but like, why? Why is that? Like, it's like the common thing now, though, man. Is that for AAU? You talking about? Yeah, and no, not AAU. It's club sports. Like club sports. I work with Pine. Man, I mean, because excuse me, it's it's. I mean, sadly, like you just said, look, it's money, and and people scary, are starting man. start people starting to like make more and more clubs, more and more teams because oh my goodness, parents want the best for their kid, and they're willing to sacrifice money and put the money out there that they keep that their kids, you know, if I put my kid in this program and it's three months and they travel here and there and it's a thousand dollars, this means my kid's going to get this scholarship and this and that. And that may, and I'm not telling people don't do that, but you, you got to be careful, man. Like you got to, yeah. you got to be look realistically, you know, look at where your kid is at. Does your kid need to play on this sport club, this travel team, or do they need fundamental training? That's you know? another thing. So a lot of yeah, people push yeah. that and they don't realize yeah. you can play a sport that doesn't mean that you understand the sport, you know, if yeah. that makes sense. Boy, I got so many ways to tackle that. You said a, you just said a lot. Well, we'll try. I'll try to layer it. Um, I was also reading about like club sports too, man. Like most parents spend at least, and it's at at least twenty percent of their income. Yeah. 
Yeah. And that's it's not including uh, travel and lodge and stuff. Yeah. Not yeah. including that. No. This is just your fees. Yeah. Your daughter needs this or your mm-hmm. son needs that. Da, 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 da. Yeah. It's like, dang. And God dang, man. I can't even imagine. So, like, people are going in a ton of debt. And I'm not saying this to stop playing club sports. But like you said, you want to be smart. And here's my next question. Does every athlete need to be playing club sports? No. No. I mean – if if your kid is at a point where um, realistically, you know that kid is probably going to get offered a scholarship. You don't know what level, and, and usually, and you know this from being an athlete. Like we can look at a kid and be like, that kid got it. oh no doubt it is the word he got it or she got it. Yeah. Now that don't mean the kid is like fundamentally something. You like man, that kid is special. No doubt. Those are the kids you like. Yeah, you need to probably be playing you know, travel or whatever to compete against other kids and see how high your level or your, no your, your, how high you can reach. But then there's some kids, it's like you'd be better off maybe getting some personal training or some, mm. some personal instruction yeah, to work on speed, quickness, explosion, or work on, the rate you know, of just say basketball. Yeah. Hey, you yeah. need to work on the fundamentals of understanding the game. And then next year, maybe go to AAU and, and play travel. And it makes a lot of sense because um, – a lot of kids, just to, you know, just not the anomalies that you know are going to, they they going somewhere. Yeah. A lot of a lot of kids nowadays, cause they're not outside as much, but they have they have good skill sets, but they're yeah. not a, as athletic. When I say athletic, I'm talking more specifically just being durable. Yeah. You know what I mean? Durable, and, and you know they can <clears throat> run up and down the court and jump and cut slash. You know what I mean? A lot of now I'm seeing a lot of kids. They're not forceful. Yeah. Can't really jump or land a layup. <laughs> Even a layup. Yeah. You know what I mean? You get hurt, but they can hit a shot all day. But it's like you said, man. And, and when you brought up um, the rate of injury. the it's reason high as crap. And, and me and you talked about this for years, even when, you know, we were working together. Like, yeah. You got, you have parents and, and me seeing this from working for two different sports performance companies. And then like both of us being around sports and training kids, it's like. Some parents get caught up in this. My kid is going to be great at this one sport. Yeah. And they constantly, the kid hasn't totally developed body wise. So the yeah. kid, but the kid is constantly from the age, of, and that's throughout 12. You constantly playing that same sport it's from the age of 12 to you a junior senior in high school. You got the same movements, the same patterns. And AU seem like it's, I swear, if you include like, well, not just AU, there's basketball season mm-hmm. if a kid it's is long. doing AU it just seems like it's all year it's, it's man because kids are starting now if you played play like this high school we start I think the end of October the beginning of November yeah it's March and we just ended I was say it just ended like maybe a few weeks yeah, ago yeah a few weeks state championship was a couple weeks yep. like last week or the week before and like so think about that that's yeah. from, like, from November to March and then your kid may get May depending on what level I'm speaking to AAU Depending on what level, if they're a high level, like potentially D one player or a mm-hmm. top AAU squad or club, you you in you end say you lose in the beginning of March, you probably got three weeks and then you got try two or three weeks and you That's got tries for AAU. So kids don't get a chance to That's rest. almost like an NBA season in a it, sense. It, but it's, it's what if we're you're doing. going to the playoffs and yeah. stuff like that, and because they don't get a long break. No, if at all. They, you know, well LeBron's getting on. A long break this year. <laughs> <laughs> Past years, think about that. Like he would play a whole season, go to the finals, win or lose, but then everybody else wrestling, you got to come right back and take a week or two off, and then you got to get back in shape and get ready for the next season. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. that's what we're doing to the kids, and, and the pressure comes from the kids want to be successful, the kids want to get that scholarship, but the parents also on top of them, like yeah, and, and I was blessed that my mom really, really didn't know a lot about that stuff. So I pushed myself. My mm. push was because I wanted to be better or, or you know, just as good as my buddies that I, I rode with. Or if I went to a tournament, I'm not about to be embarrassed. So I const- I pushed myself. But looking back, it's like, you probably should have rested some, man. Like, you push your body to the limits now and you get older. You get these injuries that, that you, you had back then. You, they don't heal as fast. Yeah. So, Especially like knee ruptures, man. Yeah. <sighs> Through the roof. Yeah, man. I mean. And it's increasing. Like, it's, it's a lot of pressures like like me and you talked about I think the thing that I was fortunate enough to have growing up and like I just changed you know with with games and we had games but not like today you know I played baseball football basketball in mm-hmm. rotation 
in rotation. So I think my body developed. It got stronger from the different sports, the different movements. Definitely. The dynamic of each sport made me better at each each other sport. And then when I got to high school, it was like, I know I'm getting a scholarship in basketball. So my sophomore year, I was like, I'm just going to focus on basketball. You got you. Now, I probably should, looking back, I could have kept playing baseball and football. I should have. Oh, you've been crazy. You were 200 pounds in high school. <laughs> LeBruh, like, and yeah. it was mobile from what I've seen and, and heard. Like, yeah, that's a whole different story, though. Yeah. You, oh, my goodness. So, I, I, but I do think, you know, I know parenting is hard, man, because I, I look at my son right now and it's like, how do I, do I push? Yeah, I was going to ask you that. Or is this not enough? Uh, do I expose you more? Yeah. Do I, you know what I'm saying? So I get parenting is hard, but one thing I I never want to do is feel like I'm forcing him, you know, and I see that he don't want to do it. Like, no, you, you're doing this because of me, because yeah. of, oh no, I did this. So you're doing it. And I, 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 I feel said like I would that, that now. Thing. I feel that same way. My, my daughter's only three, but she, she seen me do something. She want to do it. And then, all right, look, I was, I was working out at the crib because I couldn't just come make it to the gym. So I was doing stuff at the house, man, and she joined me. I'm geek. So you know me, the next day, I'm like, yo, you trying to do it again? She's no, she like, no, no. She's like, no, daddy, let's go cook. Let's go, you know me playing her uh, her play kitchen. And I'm like, no, man, come on, God, just, yeah. come on. But that's, man, when you're like a coach or, you know, ex-athlete, that's, that's hard. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you remember this. It might have been before my daughter was playing. Mm-hmm. I mean, not, not playing, uh, before she was born. I was like, hey. You know the saying, you got to send your uh, your kids to another coach that you trust. So I was oh, like, yeah. I was like, if Nori's yeah, like, interested yeah, in basketball, yep. yep, yep. I I I go to that with TJ now, like, but it's funny how God works because, um, and I'll just say his first name. I I trained this kid named Dylan when he was, man, he had to be like maybe TJ, so like maybe somewhere between ten and twelve mm-hmm. when I first met him. Right, really good at basketball, got cool with his parents. End up working with his younger brother, um, as as he got close to high school. But mm-hmm. we never, all this time, we kind of never lost touch with each other. So TJ's in the baseball, and I noticed with him is like, that's what's up. I could be working with him with basketball and another kid, and it's like I'm telling him the same thing I'm telling the other kid, but because his dad, yeah, he immediately wants to break down like, oh, dad disappointed or mad at me, yeah. and it's like, no, nah. you just messed up. I'm trying to help you fix what you did wrong. So I took a step back. I was like, no, I can't work with him. I'm not going to do it. So I reached out to Dylan. I was like, hey, he playing baseball. I said, bro, I know what to tell him, but uh, you helped him that one time hitting. I need need you. And and I got no problem with being that dude. I I got no problem being a dad sitting on the sideline just cheering. Yeah. And not not trying to struck because I really don't want to. I just want to be dad. Yeah. So. I wish I could play that uh, Charles Barkley uh, soundbite. Terrible. Yeah, that's what's up. No, that's humbling. That's yeah. humbling, but that's that's yeah. That's one thing I like about you, man. You always been you just transparent, open. Yeah, man. I ain't always been like this. Yeah, I got I got young old as you call it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, man, you the OG, man. I'm young OG, so I I take notes because I'm next. I know I'm yeah, next. You next? I am a, a close next. <laughs> like. I'm at the door, so I I know. Don't, I know. Don't worry, bro. I'm gonna save you a spot, man. You can hang out with me when you get inside. I'll save you a spot. I'm for it, man. Hey, I'm gonna pull up a chair. Like I am here. I I have I have rolls to the occasion, man. I get it. Like I said, bro, I get it. Um <laughs> So you got some little you got two daughters too. Mm-hmm. They didn't did they ever play sports? <sighs> they probably gonna listen to this once I <laughs> Tell him about it, but you know, Jayla tried. Um, she, what she tried to play? You, you know what the funny part was? Jayla didn't. Uh, you know, she lived in Alabama for a while until they moved to Indianapolis. And, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, and uh, she came with me for a summer. I worked with her on basketball. The thing was, I think if she had stayed like at Fort Wayne, or we had been around each other more, I think she'd have been cool because I would teach her something and she would grasp it like mm. instantly. How, how old was she when this you was when she was in? Either she's going to the sixth or seventh. Okay. And I work like, I'm over here, like, all right, maybe Noria. Yeah. I'm a, my Noria, my daughter, y'all. Yeah, I mean, Jayla grasped everything I showed her that summer. And I was like, but you know, it takes more repetition than one time. But everything yeah. I showed her, she was doing. Okay. So, you know, her team in Indy in middle school, she didn't get to play a lot and she was unhappy. So she kind of walked away from basketball, which was Got cool. I, I, I've never wanted to force on them 
you got to play sports because I play sports. Like, I remember my sister played basketball. And Taniga? Yeah, Taniga. For real? Yeah, Taniga. Shout out to Taniga. Yeah. Out there trying I to get buckets playing defense. What school did Taniga? She went to Snyder as well? She played at, I know she played at Mo, uh, Park, no, no, Memorial, Memorial Park. She played okay. middle school and then she played freshman year at Snyder. Really? Yeah. yeah. All right, Taniga. Yeah. And then I told her, I was like, you know, and I don't remember how the conversation came up, but I told her, don't don't feel like you have to play basketball because your brother was good at yeah. basketball. Like, if you don't like it, don't do it. Like, and then, you know, I said that to my kids. So Jayla, she tried it and, and walked away. She's a dancer. And then Tamia, I love her to death. She she tried and I went to her tryout in elementary school. <laughs> and listen, man, the basketball, somebody passed it to her. And when she ducked, I said, yeah, <laughs> this, this may not be the sport for you. You can't be scared of the ball. <laughs> Shit out there. Oh. So yeah, she's a dancer, too. So that, that's cool with me, man. I, whatever may... The, the, <laughs> The most satisfaction I've ever got is when my kids are happy doing what they're supposed yeah. to do. So if they they choose not to play sports, man, it is what it is. Seeing that you play, maybe a couple of years ago, man, um, I can't remember which one it might uh, to me or Jayla, but you was at like a dance recital, and um, man, you was you was so excited, and I was like, this is dope. Was it, it was, was it the picture that we took outside? Like I think it was all me, TJ. Because Jayla had this big dance recital for her senior high school. I cannot remember. It was a couple years But I've been to Tamiya's, too. So, you know, I, with basketball. I see, I see, well, actually, I've seen, uh, like, uh, videos and pictures at both. Yeah, yeah. So, like, for me, like from black dad to another yeah. black dad, like, that's dope to me. Yeah. Like, I, I just try to be available as much, as much as I can. But I'm also, like I said, I tell them. With basketball, they know. Uh, it's not all. I feel as a parent, it's not always fair. But I'm like, you know, a coach. I can't be at this event, but if it's something where I'm free, yeah, I'm there. You're there. Yeah, yeah. What have you learned from dancing that basketball has not well, man, taught you? Let me, let me teach you something about me. I was a dancer. Oh, <laughs> word! <laughs> <laughs> what? Back in the day, you know, I used to, you know, I dabble, I dabbled with it a little bit. Really? Won some competitions when I was in elementary. Yeah, man. You know, oh, you was in the comps. I you know, you have a hammer really? pants on, little girl. <laughs> Yo, it's, hey, I need a picture. A hey, video, but, but, but a picture will be fine. I, I need to see these hammer pads, man. I don't know. My mom might have a picture oh, somewhere. Oh, my but. goodness. Queen, please, listen. But, you know, like, <laughs> what, what I learned wow. is, man, my I'm, my girls show they love dancing at an early age. But I just, I just wanted to be, you know, for me, be there for them to let them know. Just because, like, you know, and you know this from seeing other Probably I'm speaking from the father aspect. Yeah, most fathers only show up at sporting events. That's why I was asking. They don't so, go to the dances. They daughters, and I'm not saying all, but majority of men don't. Man, I know. I've had some fathers tell me, "Man, I ain't never going to no recital." I'm like, "Dang!" So exactly. that's why. That's why. That's the um, the reason why I brought up mm-hmm. seeing you at the recital or the recitals. Mm-hmm. Sorry, you've been a, a plenty of, yeah. from what I've seen. That encourages a young father like me. I just it's, it's, it's important like, to tell your cool. kids you care, man. Yes, like you want to know that the time they invested and the work they put in, like because I'm sure they put in work yeah. in hours, hours yeah, man. Yeah, to me, actually, to me, uh, just <clears throat> the Northrop dance team. I know, I, and, and I don't know exact place or what, like, and it's com- it's cut and competitive too. It this competitive. ain't no. They went to Florida and won mm. nationals. I mean, and I've seen Jayla go compete. So. It's like, yeah, this time invested. It's just like a sport. Yeah. They practice and they invest in time. I mean, I think Jayla got injured, had a knee injury from dancing. Like, it's 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 real. Yeah. So, for them, that's that's what they love to do. And if they love it, I love it, too. So, I just want to, you know, when I can, be available. That's awesome. be like, I support you and I'm proud of you. That's awesome. Um, just Yeah. You're not. Stop caring about your image, man. Not you, but. That's what I get from a lot of fathers, man. Because I'm telling you, dude, I've had some conversations. Oh, you got a daughter? You go to a lot of recitals and stuff, man. Ain't going to none of that. Like, wow. Man, listen. Got you, three, you got show, four girls at the crib. You four better daughters. show up about them recitals or some. Or her boyfriend gonna show up at the mm, recital hugging. Like, dang, real talk. Dang. You better show up. Oh, hey, listen. Man. I make sure I'm oh. present when I can. Mm. Hugging them. Hey, who's this little who this little dude over here looking? Mm-hmm. Who's that? Mm, that's facts, man. Real talk. That is facts. Nah, I think it's dope though, man. I just like I just like learning about like different sport cultures. Mm-hmm. Like when we worked at uh United, that soccer Yeah. That soccer culture different, yep. man. Yep. They you know what I mean? I learned that quick. Like, okay, 
You know what I mean? We already know about the basketball culture. I got the, uh, the pleasure of working with, like, some volleyball clubs. That volleyball culture is different. Like, like parallels, but some differences. So, I just like that. Even in the dance world, too, when I'm learning. And Nori going to dance. My daughter. Yeah, she I, gonna, seen, I seen the video. She, oh, she, gonna be, she gets down. Yeah. You so, might as well get ready to be at the recitals, too. Oh, bro. man. I, and I'm already... <laughs> You know what? I'm look. I'm telling you, man. Seeing stuff like what you did that encourages me because I didn't grow up with no father. So seeing this seemed like a especially like a black father. Just that representation is important to me. And um, it's like, all right, this is you do this. You yeah. you know what I mean? Like, okay, you you do this. You go. You support whatever they they do. They ain't yeah. killing nobody doing something heinous. You know what I mean? Like you go support. Go support your kids, man, and and they probably putting in if not more, like you said, the same amount of hours, mm-hmm. not it's many real. hours, just like any other sport. I tell you, most kids try to try to hide the fact that they care that they they you know, they'll tell you they don't care if you can't make it and like oh I'm busy or this and that. Mm-hmm. They care, man. It it means a lot. Like you know, to them for just to know you there and you present. Like yeah. even if even if they don't come out and tell you that being there to let them know like hey I love you I'm proud of you. That means the world to your kid, man. So, just you know, shout out to all the dads that you know Definitely. are out there supporting their daughters and dancing and whatever sport their daughters are doing. Definitely. Before we uh, we wrap this up, man, I got a couple of questions I'm gonna ask from just you know just some of the meat of our conversation. Mm-hmm. If you because you're you you personal train as well, yeah. So if what well actually what are some of the training gripes that you see other personal trainers do with like athletes some of the stuff you kind of wish would stop um i dislike the fad training where you see somebody do something and you don't know the purpose or the reason or what it works you got just, you you just do it because you see somebody else doing and you see the kid tired or it might look cool yeah, on social yeah, media yeah, yeah. Got or you. you know the parents like oh my kid passed out and he's so tired that don't mean your kid had a good workout yeah that man Maybe in a later podcast we'll, we yeah, can like we go can. down. I guess the myths <laughs> of training. Yeah, yeah. Let's do that on another podcast. Okay. Like the myths of training. Okay. Because it's it's a lot. Yep. It's a lot, man. Good, uh, good answer. What advice would you give an athlete to improve athleticism? Um, don't be scared of, of doing something outside of your sport. And I'll say mm-hmm. something. And I, I'll talk, you know, about basketball because. I've seen it more where kids are, are terrified of anything that don't have to do with a basketball or a court. Yeah. I don't want to do no explosive training. I don't want to lift no weights. I don't want to do this or that. This is the day and age where if you want to be competitive and you want to be good, technology, the research, the trainers, like, you know, I don't remember having none of this stuff. I swear. And you have access to so much more with like social media, but uh, get outside of your box um, be uncomfortable like challenge yourself that's the only way you'll get better like you have to be constantly improving in it and it has to be outside of your sport yeah. you, know, you gotta be strong you gotta be faster yeah. you gotta jump higher like you have to work on those things and just doing your sport training or workouts with the you know basketball shooting that's not gonna make you a better player especially because earlier in the conversation you said you know you, your job is to help prepare some some of these young men to go to the next level mm-hmm. And they're gonna lift in in uh, college. Yeah. That's hey, inevitable. You not listen. you have to. I'm a, I'm, and I I just described this real quick. I always tell, especially our athletes. Oh, that's too much time. They complain like, "Hey man, come in. Let's come in on stage and do this." Oh, you get a gripe. I'm like, okay. I'm like, let me tell you my college schedule. Five or six a.m. in the summer's weights. Uh-huh. You may come back three or four hours later after you got breakfast and got a chance to rest and have to do like you know for me guard position training. Uh-huh. That could be running shooting drills, dribbling drills. The season starts. You got cardio, conditioning, excuse me, not cardio, conditioning. Mm-hmm. And depending on your your, your your school schedule, which, by the way, your coach and team, they determine that. So mm-hmm. you don't get to pick the class you want because if it doesn't fit in the team training schedule, you don't get it. So the kids that, oh, I don't want to do this extra stuff. Yeah. When we got into meet of the season, 5 a.m. was practice. Eat, go to class. 12 o'clock was practice. Come back if you having an off shooting day, or off shooting you've been not making shots. You got to come in and shoot for an hour on the machine. Wow! If you're basically been out of shape or injured, you got to go rehab or do extra cardio to get back in shape. Then at nighttime, 
you know, you may have classes in between that and you got to come in for study table, which is mandatory. Then before nighttime, you may have to come in again and get more shots up or meet with a coach on your position about what you need to work on. Goodness gracious. So you better get used to working before you, if you want to be a D1 college athlete, you better get used to working now. For sure. For sure. For sure. And one, one more thing, one more question, man. If you could only take one thing from the weight room to, uh, to help somebody achieve some better athleticism, what would it be? Man, that's tough. One thing. I guess if if people would understand, if you put in the work in the weight room and, I, and not just one exercise, one move, one machine, anything like that, just if you put in the work in the weight room, just as much as you put in the work outside the weight room in your particular sport, your game, your confidence, everything will elevate so much more. Mm-hmm. And speaking for myself, when I when I realized the weight room made me so much better, that's where I fell in love with working out because I could see the change and the transformation on the court mm-hmm. from my play, more explosive, stronger injuries. I had less injuries and I recovered faster. And I took that because the training in the weight room gave me that confidence to play the way I played. And then after that, man, like I fell in love with the working out. Mm. And that's where it began for me when I noticed it translated to the the court for me so you put that work in man you listen it's tough in the beginning but it pays off in the end definitely 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 terry man i just want to thank you man thank you for having me man yeah. appreciate it nick thank you for engineering thank this you, thing nick. man appreciate it how can they reach you man um if you want to check out my life i'm open book as josh said you can check me out on instagram uh under bud ears i'm on facebook um, I don't really be on Snap like that. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, if you want to, I'm on Same. Twitter. Uh, I think it's at Five Star TC. Okay. Um, but yeah, man, I'm an open book. Um, I hope to do more of these and just oh, we definitely just you know just to talk open dialogue, open conversations, and any questions, man, feel free to reach out, send me a message, yes, sir. And uh, yeah, that's what's up. All right, that was Terry. I'm Josh. We'll catch y'all on another episode. Peace out.